When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone. And I am already at the start of April here to record my first first impressions of the month. I can imagine that there will be a multitude of first impressions um, for this month of April because there seems to be quite a few K-dramas airing this month that I have to check out and that I'm really looking forward to that I'm super excited about and so this is just kind of the first of the many first impressions that are probably going to be coming Um, but for today I will be doing my first impressions of tomorrow this one actually started um at the end of I want to say it was April 1st. Yeah, I guess it was April 1st. So this one just got started. I was able to watch both episodes back to back. So I kind of got the full kind of experience. I didn't have to wait for the second episode. Um, I won't be doing my kind of full recap thing that I've been doing with some of my first impressions. I'm going to actually just kind of give a quick synopsis of what I have gleam this drama to be about and then I'm going to get into my thoughts um, and whatnot regarding the drama and I have to say when I originally kind of reviewed or not reviewed well said that I was going to be watching tomorrow I I was unsure at the same time because of the actual um what is the content what it's actually about it is a little steep for me as in a little intense you know how I am with some of these kind of more um I don't want to say difficult but yeah it's kind of difficult topics um this one is definitely high on the list as difficult topic however the way that they are approaching it it is based off of a web comic I believe so there is a kind of a lot of you know um I guess funniness to it there's some silliness to it and so you know there is some different aspect of of it that I believe make it a little bit more lighthearted, despite it being such a difficult topic so um with that in mind let's go ahead and get into a synopsis so we can kind of talk about what this drama is about and then um get into some of my thoughts my my first impressions of it so the first thing I want to note about tomorrow is that it is it's based off a webcomic it's another one of those webtoon adaptations and it is similar to business proposal not any way shape or form as far as actual plot or content but the way that they're shooting the drama the way that cinematography is on the screen the way that it just visually looks 
it does do a good job of reminding you that it is based off of a webtoon and again that excuses some of the kind of more you know silly aspects of it um that maybe in a not webtoon adaptation you might find a little bit kind of like confusing um and a little like "Mm, I don't like that but for when it when it makes it obvious that it is based off of a webtoon for me I'm okay. I'm fine. I can adapt and adjust and it's not something that kind of stands out to me as a little bit distracting. Had you not, you know, have that kind of original content to to base your story off of and you're I'm a little bit like, okay, um, what are we doing here? <laughs> so, you know, but this is this is fine for tomorrow the way that they've kind of already set it up. It is based off of a web tune so let's go ahead and get into the actual synopsis that I've gathered or gleamed this drama to be about um and again I like to do that sometimes when I don't do kind of a real deep dive on like what it's about even though I technically did with tomorrow but like sometimes when you you read a synopsis just before you watch something and then you actually start watching it you're like whoa 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 that's what this is about that's what I was kind of I didn't have that moment, but I almost had that moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but anyway, the the way that the drama starts off in episode one and most, yeah, all of episode one sets up the kind of storyline and sets up what this drama is going to be about. It sets up like the kind of world that we're entering into. And then after episode one, we get straight into, you know, the actual happenings of, you know, our main characters. So episode one starts with a warning, which is very, very good. A trigger warning, which is very, very good. And I think more dramas could do that. I wish they would have also added another trigger maybe at the beginning, at the, you know, at the beginning, but they, you know, I'll get to that in a minute. But the warning that they give us in the beginning is that the topic that, you know, they're going to be discussing in this drama is going to be suicide. So that is basically just right off the bat they let us know that this drama um, deals with those who are suicidal or characters that are suicidal Um, and so when we get into the drama the opening scene shows um, one of our characters using a phone and then on this phone it's this kind of technology and this the person that we enter the drama with is the character called Im Younggu, Younggu, I believe his name is, and it's he's played by Yoon Jion, um, and he's holding a phone, what we know as a phone, but on the phone there's like this little app that he's reviewing, and it shows like a picture of someone's face, and then it also shows like this little kind of graph of negative energy and a percentage and the higher the percentage goes he seems to be you know this is disturbing this is troubling he he's he's on the phone um and he's kind of telling um his partner about this this chart and this negative energy and the percentage going up for this person that he's reviewing on this app on the phone and who he's talking to is our um main lead character Gu Ryeon um and she's played by Kim Hee-sun and I haven't seen her in a while so it was nice to see her um in a new drama but anyway so we have Ku Gu Ryeon and she is on the scene where he is kind of dictating her um, where he she should go to find apparently the person that he's looking at on the phone um, and so this is when we are first introduced to this this kind of team we have these two characters who 
are working on basically saving these people who seem to have their negative energy going up and up and up and up and before we can assume this is before they commit the act of suicide. So in this first kind of scene, we are seeing the Rion character going out to save a, quite a few people who are sup- supposedly have been a part of like a suicide pack group online and they are, have all kind of, you know, taken together in this one car to to do the act. She, of course, finds the car with the help of her, you know, her partner, she gets, you know, into the car and she starts to um, drive these these people and she like literally takes them on this terrifying ride. And of course, in this process, these people are screaming at her to stop and they're like, you know, screaming for her to, to spare their lives. And of course, she's like, well, oh, so now you want to live. They, um, you know, are crying out and hoping that she will, you know, spare them. She's they're, they're screaming out, say, you know, I don't want to live. I want to live. And then right before she kind of like takes the car off the cliff, um, she lets them, you know, she lets them lets them alone and she leaves the car. When she leaves the car, we also realize that she has a kind of like harsh way of dealing with these people not in a mean way but she kind of like takes them all the way to the edge since she feels like they're already are there I guess only to then hope that they recognize that they really don't want to die and then she brings them back so that's kind of what I noted right off the bat from her character in this first episode but what we also see from her character in this first episode is and not even this first scene is flashbacks of her um and at a time where she was also kind of like on her knees begging and crying out regarding something um and she her character even narrates a moment that says that all humans are faced with choices and each of those choices comes with consequences and this is kind of a setup for her character when we kind of continue to find out in the first two episodes that she has done something in the past that has put her in the position the role that she is currently in in this kind of job where she's out to save these people who are on path to commit suicide so next you know after that opening scene next we meet um, Ruan's character and his character's name is Choi um, Jung-Wung and I have to say off the bat that I have been a little harsh on Ruan for quite a quite some time now it's no there's no new there's not if you've been listening to me, you know, me and him have been, have been fighting a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I was a little apprehensive seeing him in this new role, but I actually was quite happy with it. Um, well, I can say this off the bat. I'm quite happy with him in this role because it is a little bit different for him. So that aside, let me keep going. So next we meet Ruan's character, which again is Choi Jung Jun Wung. And he is at a job interview and he's basically feels like he's passing and, you know, this interview, he does really well answering the questions. And he, so when he leaves, he feels really, really proud. And he even calls his mother to like, tell her like, it went really, really well. And she's super excited for him. And she's like, okay, finally, you're going to have a job, you know? And then while he's waiting outside the company, it like triggers for him that the person that he was interviewing um, with, as far as like the other candidates, 
Canada <laughs> seemed to have also had the last name of the company that they were working they were interviewing for so then he starts to think like oh man I'm not gonna pass this interview she's gonna get the job and sure enough he gets immediately gets his little text message that notifies him that he has been you know rejected for the job and then they show on the screen tons of other rejection letters that he has received and it's kind of just like he's back in that same cycle so he you know after that goes and like drinks you know drinks in misery um and while he's drinking with his friend he kind of just explains like he's you know kind of tired and over this um and then his mother calls him and he is like obviously upset about going to kind of break the news to his mother so he starts to take a walk along the kind of Han River Bridge and he you know, staring, you know, out in the water, he starts to like scream out and you know, to the void about how he is just kind of hoping that he can finally, you know, he would do so much if he could just finally get this job that, you know, just this one job where he can have his own employee badge. And he's kind of just like, you know, screaming out in the void. That's all he ever wants. And if he could just get that, he would be okay, you know? And while he's he's crying out to the void, down the way from him, he sees a man who's looking over the bridge, um, and he can see that this man is obviously contemplating jumping. He initially thinks, oh, this isn't any of my business. I'm not going to even approach the man. That might make it worse. And he starts to walk away. But then as soon as the man starts to kind of crawl over the, you know, the kind of, um, you know, the I don't know what they call it of <laughs> the bridge you know crawling over the bridge he immediately kind of goes you know rushes in to like pull the man off and so him and the man are kind of fighting back and forth he's telling the man like please can you not do this while I'm already having such a hard day you know he's you know telling the man please 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 don't kill yourself right now um and then while him and the man are kind of going back and forth we see our you know kind of crew ragtime crew show up so now we are watching our team um Yun and Ryunggu come in to save the day they you know push aside um Choi Jung-woo um and they tell him like you know we can take it from here you need to leave you know and he doesn't really understand what that means but he's kind of like watching on the sidelines and uh, our you know main character Yun, she is a little harsh like I said she's her, the way she approaches these people can be a little difficult um so she you know is a little little brush little you know a little harsh with the man um and telling him like you know you know basically argue with him and then when um Ju Wung realizes this he immediately kind of was like Don't, that's not how you talk to someone who's trying who's about to kill you know try to kill himself like that's not the proper way to talk to him and so he rushes back in you know basically trying to save the man because he feels like they're not doing a good job of it and in the process of him trying to save the man the man's still trying to jump over the bridge and sure enough the two end up falling over the bridge into the Han River together the man and um Jun Wung <sighs> that's not supposed to happen obviously <laughs> so in that moment we see 
Yun and Wungu them discussing this and he's like his little watch rings and he's like I gotta go right at 11pm he's like I'm clocking out at this time and so it's it's kind of interesting how he treats the job just like a real job and then Yun she is like it's okay I'm you this isn't my first rodeo basically I've, I've jumped into the Han River before to save these people so I can do it again so sure enough the next scene we have our Jun Wung waking up in the hospital um and he's kind of like super excited that he's alive and he's like oh my goodness I'm, I didn't die um and then only for only to then realize that when he you know is getting out of the the hospital bed that his body stays in the hospital bed and it appears like his spirit or his soul is not in his body any longer and so he freaks out a little bit and he notices in his hospital room is Ruyun. Ruyun is there and she kind of you know tells him what's going on she gives him the spiel um she's like hey this is my job this is I am a grim reaper I work in the kind of the soul department industry where you know we 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 do you know she even shows her like little employee badge and she kind of just describes like a regular job she you know works to reap you know she she's a grim reaper but hers is to be specifically her job is specifically to save people before they are dead um and so she's explaining to him that he's not dead he's in a coma and that he most likely will be in a coma for three years and in the meantime because this wasn't supposed to happen him falling into this water with this man you know her you know her company or her department needs to figure out what to do with his soul in the meantime um which is just like so funny it was definitely giving me Beetlejuice vibes in this first episode and this kind of first opening scenes where it's like this kind of afterlife experience um and kind of weird characters and things like that so I did kind of like that I I, I really very much was giving Beetlejuice vibes like even her explaining like her job and like what she does and like I need to go back to the afterlife you know basically take him to afterlife to figure out what to do with his soul and so he doesn't give her much trouble which I thought was interesting because usually these characters kind of like really really are in denial for a minute there and they kind of like this doesn't make sense but he kind of immediately is just like yep something's something's off my soul is not in my body okay let's figure it out um and she tells him oh you're just a soul right now you need a body and so she gives him a body uh, which is just Ruan's gorgeous body of course and he like hides from her a little bit in the hospital room trying to cover up his body and she gives him some clothes and he gets dressed and they go to the afterlife together so this afterlife is like the headquarters then she goes to the headquarters headquarters and the jade emperor or like um I would say they call her like the Jade Emperor, like that's a joke, but she's basically the director of the afterlife. And her character um, is played by Kim Hae-suk, the glorious Kim Hae-suk. Ah, I love her pieces. Um, and so she is kind of like the, the, the head honcho there in the afterlife. And when um, Jun Woo gets there, you know, that's where... Um, Yan drops him off at she's like you need to see the J Emperor I probably will never see you again she's gonna figure out what to do with you right so she leaves and then um, um, Junwoo 
meets with the Jade Emperor <laughs> um, and she explains to him that yes his body will be um, in a coma for six I'm oh, sorry for three years um, and that's just the way it is it's gonna be or she gives him a choice she's like I know you have been job hunting you've been looking for a job so there's something else I can offer you. I can offer you the opportunity to be in a coma for, I believe it was like three, six months or something like that, uh, three or six months. And in the meantime, you will have to work with the afterlife to kind of like, you know, find a, you'll be able to have a job here. It comes with all the benefits and all kinds of things. Um, and you'll be able to wake up in six, and I, I think it was six months. And then he kind of initially is like, no, I don't want to do that. This is a dream. I know that's not real. So that's when he has his little moment of like, this isn't real. Um, only for her to then reveal to him how very real it is. And then he immediately is like, okay, I'll take you up on your offer. And so then the next thing for him to decide is like, which department he's going to work for, which I thought was funny. So she has, you know, tells him these different departments and he has to, you know, he gets to choose. The other thing we get to know is that that um, the heads of these different departments are, you know, we have these different characters. Um, one of them is my bae, E. Suhyuk. He is one of the kind of, um, I guess, leaders of one of the departments, ahead of one of the departments. Um, his character is Park Jung-gil, and he is a grim reaper, but he actually does kind of like reap the souls, like actually take the souls in. And apparently his department is one of the top department that, you know, what they do, he's there, his department's the best or whatever, the best green reapers work in his department. Um, and can I just say, he's just as beautiful as he's always been. Um, Mm, love him so much. Oh, I love him so much. But yeah, so he is, you know, one of them, but he and, Luyan, Luyan, I could not say her name. They have a very tense kind of relationship. He's on one side of the spectrum and she's also on another side. Um, the different kind of, you know, heads of these departments, they are in a meeting because basically Luyan's department, which is this kind of department that saves people from, you know, before they commit suicide, a lot of the people um, in the afterlife don't really support her department. They don't think it makes sense. They don't think their needs, her department needs to exist. Um, and so, and Jungil is definitely a big proponent of that. He cannot stand her department. He is so harsh with her. Um, and in the beginning, when we first meet him, and he kind of explains to her how he's just like, it doesn't make sense that this is a thing that we're saving these people who already want to be dead. And he's really, really harsh about it. And of course she, you know, disagrees with that, but that's something that you kind of know from the very beginning about the way the afterlife is set up and the way her departments is set up. Also her department's understaffed. Nobody really wants to work for her department. And so it's a perfect scenario for um, June Wong to end up working for her department. So that's basically kind of the gist of the episode, first episode that sets up the premise for the rest of the the drama. Um, and so when we get into episode two, we get to actually see um, Junyun's department at work now with um, Junwoo in tow. So he's going to be helping them, you know, save people before they actually, you know, 
do what they, you know, commit suicide. So the thing that I noted right off the bat from the first episode, well, maybe first two episodes, but the first episode for sure is, like I said, this very fantasy um, Beetlejuice vibes. You're dealing with the afterlife um, and you're dealing with, so you have kind of this fantasy aspect. Um, And then even her character um, and like they kind of talk about like hell and that's where she has apparently have been drugged from to work in this position. Um, there's like, she has her little, you know, special powers, you know, so there's a lot of different elements to it. That is very fantasy, um, right off the bat. The other thing that I noted, um, was that there was, there, they kind of tried to give us some action in the first episode leading into the second episode. There was some, a lot of, um, there was a scene where they're basically, um, visiting one of the the people who is going to be potentially one of the cases where they're the person's contemplating or going to get to the place of contemplating suicide and in the process they kind of get the opportunity to go back into this person's memories and in, while being in this person's memories they have to be careful because they could get trapped there and then in the process of almost getting trapped they're like running from the memories collapsing with very internal sunshine internal sunshine of the spotless mind which is one of my favorite movies of all time uh, so I like that element I like that scene and I like that there was a little bit of action and kind of they try to give us a little bit of you know stuff there um, but you know I don't know I didn't know what that if that was going to be something that we're going to continue to see because the action was very kind of like of course they're going to make it through you know it was not, there was no high stakes to the action so it almost felt like it wasn't necessary if that makes sense um, but you know that's okay either way there was a little bit of action there and then the other thing I noted was that there should have really been a trigger warning about bullying again. I really do believe that dramas, and I know this is normal, a lot of Korean dramas have bullying as a major kind of aspect to it, but I really do believe they need to start putting like a warning in front of that because it's just sometimes so much to handle. Um, that was the first case, the person who was, you know, one of the first cases that um, Junwoo's character got to work on was a case of a girl who was being bullied when she was growing up, um, only to then be, you know, meet her bully again as an adult and getting pushed, you know, very close to the edge there. And that bullying moments were just so intense as they always are. And I just was like, oh my gosh, please, please warn somebody. But again, it did set it up to, you know, why this person is where they are um, at this point in their life. So I do want to say that they're kind of handling it very well, this kind of concept of people being pushed to the edge to the so so far to the point where this is their thought process. They're actually handling it pretty well, despite it still being wrapped in this kind of, you know, com- comedic, um, almost silly at times Um happenings like sometimes it's, it's, it's a lot of silliness going on there's a little funny moment but they are still handling those moments I think very well the harshest moments are with the Riyan character she can get it, it feels harsh it always does and so Junwoo is like us a lot of times I feel like the audience watching he is immediately kind of trying to jump in and say you know stop her like that's not how you talk to these people like, you can't talk to them like that but of course that's her method only to then reveal like that method of hers is not the best method at all 
point um and then we have Ju Wong who kind of comes in and he kind of offers another method um of kind of reaching these people and touching these people and I really did enjoy that I really did like that um so she you know I think it's going to have to have a wake-up call the Ru Yan's character I think she's gonna have to have a wake-up call that her way is not always the best way um to dealing with dealing with these situations um but I will say that um there was a there was this element of her the Ruyan character, and it's so funny. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't. They haven't really just kind of explained it yet. But she dresses very gaudy, like she wears like all these kind of like prints, leopard prints, and she has pink hair, and she you know has all these kind of like you know this kind of gaudy jewelry on and I think it's hilarious and I think it's adorable um and I think she's actually very um quite um adorable too they kind of show that about her in the epilogue about how cute she really is um and kind of how simple she is but I'm just trying to understand like what is that gaudiness about her like where did that come from is that kind of like because she's from a different time that she kind of like picked up on something in this current time that's like you know weird I don't know but it's so funny to me it's super cute like how she dresses um but she's like really about her business um but the other thing is the 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 Rungu character. I don't know much about him yet, and I know there's something going on there that he's looking for someone. Um, and the same thing with Nuyan. She's also kind of has a mission that she's supposed to accomplish at some point, but she has it hasn't been revealed to her yet. So I do kind of like that. There's a little bit of mystery and kind of some secrets that we haven't exposed and that we're going to have to go work through this drama to to find out more about um I'm also I've the only one of the biggest issues I had with this drama was the fact that um Jungil which is the character played by Suhyuk didn't have more airtime like I hope I get to see him more in these upcoming episodes because I'm very intrigued about where he is and kind of like how he is, um, his viewpoint on this, because I mean, it's the complete opposite of what, you know, Jungwoo's kind of concept, you know, mine is regarding these people who are their cases. So I really want to find out kind of like where, what got him to that point, what his backstory is. So I think there's a lot there. Um, I even want to figure out their relationship, Ru Yun's and um, Jung Gil's relationship, kind of like what's going on there. Like, I feel like there's something there. There's some history there. They gave us a little bit of it, but they don't give us much. So there's a lot of little things that they introduced in the first two episodes about some of these characters that I'm interested in sticking around to find out which is always a plus um but there but I feel like there was something still missing in these first two episodes that made me just completely enamored and in love with it and I can't figure out what it is I really can't figure out what it is um I I I wanted to I think you know what it is I think it's because it's the same kind of setup of that kind of episodic kind of thing where there's cases and case by case, you know, each episode is going to be a different case kind of thing. And sometimes I'm okay with that. And sometimes I, I, I don't prefer it. So I'm still, I feel like I'm a little up in the air about how I feel about that, um, with this drama. And I don't know 
if I'm if this is going to be the one the, the time when I like it and or the time when I don't like it that's maybe what I'm kind of having some hesitation about this drama but um as a whole I like the concept I do think that it's very sensitive subject matter and they have to be really careful with how they do this but from the first be- you know first two episodes I do feel like there was a little bit of you know there was something there there was definitely something there um I know that you know this idea of like there's I'm not going to go into that because that's revealing too much of the second episode I just feel like there are some things that they can they're going to have to explain a little bit more on and so when they do that I think I'll feel a little bit better about my thoughts on this trauma but right now it's just kind of like okay for me I don't think I'm absolutely excited to jump into the next episode necessarily but I also am not gonna mind watching the next episode if that makes sense so I'm just kind of just okay I'm just 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 was it this was kind of an okay interest into tomorrow um but you know there's a lot of good things there I think there's some things that I I can really get into um but I don't know. I'm just, it's just okay. So I will be back for the next episodes. I will. That's not what I'm saying here, but I, I don't know if it's going to be a drama that I'm like rushing to watch every week. I, you know, especially with all the new dramas that are starting in April, I'm really like, everyone's going to have to be at their top, you know, at the top of their game for me to keep watching. <laughs> I'm going to have to make, you're going to have to be top top tier for you to make it in April so this is this one's kind of on the fence right now and we'll see about these new dramas starting and how it kind of ranks among them but for now it's just okay I I think there's some like I said some fun and funny elements to it there is a like this very sensitive topic that they're dealing with but I feel like they have handled it very well so far in these first two episodes so I wasn't completely just like you know you know just turned off by it I think they have been handling it pretty well um and it's a little deep it's very it's a little deep you know so like you you have to be careful if you're watching this and I'm glad they give the trigger warning at the beginning of the first episode but I I hope they're doing this in the beginning of each episode you know um but yeah I think I'm I'm gonna stick around but you know let me know what you guys think what are your thoughts how are you feeling about tomorrow um does this seem like one that you're going to be interested in sticking around with or is it going to have to wait until you you know a couple more episodes air and you hear you know read more about it what are your thoughts um but for me right now it's okay for now it's on it's in on the books until everything else in april starts Uh, but yeah so that's that's all I have today that's all for this episode I want to thank you so much for listening as always and whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening I hope you have a great day so everyone it's been real Lola's off <laughs>